Amen. Y'all ready to come and have church tonight? Hallelujah. That was quiet. I'm not used to that. Heard like it's like I'm, I'm not used to y'all being so quiet. That's what it is. Maybe I need to turn the air conditioners on, make some noise. <laughs> hey, y'all ready to have church tonight? All right, there we go. I'm like, man, I'm, and can I hear anything? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna pray first, and uh, we're gonna do some worship, and we're gonna before we do the ministry part, we're gonna pray for some other people that we we found out are, are needing some prayers tonight. Amen. So let's stand up, and we're gonna we're gonna pray, Father. We thank you that we get to be in your house tonight, oh God, and Lord, receive our worship. Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. Have your way in this place tonight, God. Lord, we love you, and we, we so appreciate all that you've done for us. Lord, tonight we need a refreshing, we need a fresh touch of your spirit in this place. God, we come to honor you and to worship you and to praise you. Holy Spirit. Jesus' mighty name. Come on, say amen with me tonight.
praise tonight. Hallelujah. Jesus.
Come on, do you believe that tonight? Is he good? Sometimes? All the time, amen. All the time, all the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus.
on, give him some praise tonight. Hallelujah. Jesus.
exalted one, Jesus, you have the power alone, you lift the lonely one, Jesus. Come on, give him some praise tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, you can be seated. We're going to get ready to do some other ministry as well tonight. Hallelujah. I'm going to grab my microphone. Hallelujah. There it is. Jesus. Whew. You know, you can sing that song all night, really. You really can. That's what's so cool about it. Because it is the name above all names. Amen. So, listen, I know we need to pray for, for Sister Minnie. She is home. Um, so hallelujah, she is home. That means that everything is good. Uh, I told her the other day, I said, listen, I said, make sure everything's good before you go home. I know you want to get out of here, but it's a tough ride after that surgery going home. You don't want to have to make that ride back until you have to make that ride back for a doctor's appointment or something. And, and they weren't going to let her go anyways until everything was, was good. And so she's home. So y'all continue to pray for her, uh, Pray for her husband as well, uh, and the family. Uh, I'm just picking, but it, it's a tough, you know, it's a tough uh, recovery. So she's going to need strength, and they're going to need patience. Amen, because it is a tough. Uh, and we need to pray for Sister Barbara also, uh, Barbara Gaspard. And uh, her, uh, her legs were swollen up today and everything, so we need to, we need to pray. Amen. So let's, let's take a few minutes and do that tonight. So, Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus for... For Sister Minnie, and Lord, we know that you've already done so much for her. You've brought her through these surgeries, God. And Lord, we just continue to pray for a quick, speedy healing upon her body. Everything would, would heal quickly. There would be no infections. We rebuke any infection that would try to set. And Lord, we speak strength in her body that she will continue to be able to move and, and grow and just continue to do things she needs to do, Father. But Lord, we also pray for the family because I know it's, it's a tough recovery and sometimes patience can wear thin. So, Lord, I just speak peace over them as well and encouragement, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that, that she would have Holy Ghost moments in the home. Her family would as well. And, Lord, we pray for Sister Barbara. Lord, I just pray right now that this swelling would go down in her legs and feet in the name of Jesus. Lord, whatever it is that's causing this swelling, we come against it in the name of Jesus. And we speak healing and health over her right now. Lord, just dissolve this fluid and these swelling. I command you to go down. And, Lord, I pray for peace upon her body. Peace. Whatever it is that's fighting against her, I speak peace over her right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I, I know there's going to be some others that we didn't even pray for. But, Lord, I know that you know everyone and you know all those. And, Lord, I pray that you would just continue to minister to those people that, that we may not even know about. But, Lord, let us, let us know who they are so that we may specifically call their name before you, Father. And we thank you for that and all that you're doing in this place in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Well, listen, don't forget Saturday we have got a women's service at 6 o'clock. And, yeah, there will be men here because there are men on the worship team. Uh, and there are men in the sound booth. So we will have some men here, but that's okay. Uh, I talked to uh, Susan today. She is pumped up, ready to go. And she was asking me, she said, uh, she said, what's the dress code? I said, well, I preach in blue jeans and, and dress shirt. Hallelujah. She said, because I generally wear blue jeans and a blouse. 
See, I really didn't want to have to come in a formal dra- uh, a dress or anything. I'm like, oh, no. I said, you can if you want to. I said, but that's just up to you. She country, too. So it's like she's, and, and listen, she's so fired up ready. She's preaching Friday somewhere else. So she's preaching Friday somewhere else, coming to Saturday for us, Sunday morning for us, and going to Bentley with us Sunday night. I told you the woman likes to preach, man. And let me tell you, she comes with both barrels, and, and the Holy Ghost flows. Uh, every time I've ever been in a service where she's at, man, she is prophesying, laying hands on people. They're, they're always powerful. And that's why I'm just blessed that we're having an opportunity to get her here. So invite a lady, invite 10 ladies. You know, tell them to come because we're going to have worship and we're going to have a service. It's going to be straight up service. So you, I don't know what time y'all going to get out of here, but that's okay. You know, if you're still sleeping on the floor when we get in in the morning, uh, Sunday morning, it'd be okay. You're just already ready. Um, and so, and then we've got uh, Open Heavens coming up on the 24th, 25th, and 26th. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If you are wanting to go to that, please, you, you've got to book your room, but you're going to have to call now because the hotel deadline part is passed. Um, so, just make sure you let me know. Maybe I can contact them. But there's also a sign-up sheet out there for Celebrate Recovery. Um, part of we're, we're doing another class for uh, Life's Healing Choices. And uh, we, it's for men and women. And so we need to know, and that's why we put gender down there. We need to know if you're a man or a woman, biologically, how you were born. Uh, make no arguments about that. That's, that's who you are. So um, I don't care who you think you are. I, I still identify as a billionaire, and it just hadn't. It doesn't mean anything. So it's enough of that. Um, but we have that out there, and if you want to be a part of that, and can I tell you, it's a, it's a powerful class. I took it last time, and there, there's quite a few of us in here, and um, you know what, man? I, I learned a lot. I learned things about me, and I learned about how to deal with things, and I learned about other people, and it's just a great class, and it'll probably be on Monday nights, but I, I don't know the exact date, but if you want to go be a part of it, please go sign up, because they're going to start June the 14th, and there's a workbook, and there's videos you're going to go through every week. And uh, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's good. It's life's healing choices. Uh, I love what, what they say toward the very beginning is one of the instructor, which there's no real instructors. There's just a person that kind of facilitates it um, and makes sure that, that everybody's just following the rules. And I love what it says. It says, uh, don't be trying to give everybody else advice because you haven't figured out how to fix yourself yet. And I was like, that is just so cool, you know. Uh, and, and so, but yeah, it, it is a great class. So uh, be a part of it if you haven't telling you it's I know there's many of us in here that have already but it is a powerful class it's not about addictions to drugs and all that stuff it's about stuff and all of us have stuff uh, we need to make better choices we need to heal and that's sometimes why we make bad choices amen so listen we've got some other things that I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and do afterward but tonight we have a special teacher amen uh, sister Sue is coming up to teach tonight and uh, I'm gonna let her do this but she's got a powerful teaching. She had sent me some stuff on it. And uh, honestly, I was just like, when you want to teach? Whenever. I said, don't tell me that. <laughs> I said, you know, because I put LOL. I said, Wednesday. I said, because I'm not preaching this weekend. And so I'm, I'm, you know, just working this week, you know, getting things done. And I told my wife, I said, you know what I'm going to do this week? I'm going to read the Bible and not try to prepare a sermon. It seems like every time I open it up, I'm trying to get a sermon out of it. I said, you know what? I get to enjoy. And so I'm going to get to enjoy her, her ministry tonight. Amen. And uh, so, come on, sister, come up here and, and minister to us. And uh, come on, have your way in the Lord. Amen. So she's got her, her jacket on there. Yeah. Good evening. I'm so glad to see you. Uh, I want to share with you something that God has been sharing with me. The other day when we were worshiping, I don't even know how this happened. Because <laughs> usually I'm playing. 
But for the last few months, I cannot get the scripture out of my head that says, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, seated on a throne. The train of his robe filled that temple. And it seems like when I'm discouraged, I go right back to that same scripture, and the train of his robe filled that temple. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the glory of God in the robe, the train of his robe. Okay, so I want to I want to look at some um, a little history. When I um, when Isaiah six one that's where that's at. When Isaiah six one wrote that, it was common for both the Egyptians and the Assyrians, when they conquered a king, to cut the hem or the tail off of their robes and sew it to his. And it was a Anyone who walked into that court could see he had conquered a king. He was greater than his enemies. And it kept adding and adding until his train got very, very long. His testimony of what he was capable of doing, okay, his testimony got longer and longer, and it became more evident where you could see it. If we could grasp hold of the glory and the majesty and the honor of Jesus, if we could grab hold of what that robe, what God desires for it to do in every one of us, because we are the temple. We are the temple of the Lord. So I want to talk to you about some things. That Jesus was on the road walking one day, and a woman who had an issue of blood, stop me if I don't tell this story right, uh, said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. So what's in the hem of that garment? When he rose after three days and led captivity captive, what was one of the keys he took with him? When he, put, when he had those stripes laid on his back, what was one of the keys he took with him? What is one of the rows of that train? It's your healing. It's your healing. It's your, it's your mental healing. It's your physical healing. It's your situational healing. When David and Jonathan out in the field, when they made a covenant with each other, you know what Jonathan did? And now you got to remember, David is not in royalty right now. Jonathan is. He is son to Saul. He gave him his robe. He gave him his... And he had already said, I know you're going to be king and not me. It was very obvious. So that robe was a robe of recognition of I know that God's going to do something great for you. We are brothers. We have this bond. And that robe became a symbol of bond. So I want to go down to um, talk about another symbol of bond with that robe. We have Boaz and Naomi. Mother told her to go. No, Ruth, I'm sorry, I got that wrong, Ruth. Naomi told Ruth, I want you to go to the threshing floor and at night see where he's laying at 
and I want you to uncover his feet and get under the hem of his garments. So when he rode over, he said, who is that? And she said, I am Ruth, your servant. Lay the corner of your robe over me because you are my redeemer kinsman. That robe became a manifestation of she was actually asking him, take me in and let me be your wife. I'm asking you to let that happen, you know, and redeem me out of the circumstances I'm in. And he did so. He, s he said, uh, there's one closer than me, but I will, I will deal with that in the morning. So that robe is relationship. So what's one of the keys he took with him? The keys of relationship. He, his, his desire that we all come into that bride and groom relationship with him where there's health and there's healing and there's protection. Where there's love and there's peace and there's that feeling that I belong. You know, God has no rival and he's not subject to any power. He reigns supreme in heaven. The Bible says heaven is his throne, earth is his footstool. You know, that means that train covers a whole lot of time and space. It's not subject to time and space. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. His majesty, his glory, his dedication, his commitment to you was not going to be broken. And many times I have prayed, Lord, fill this temple with the train of your glory. I need to, I need that. I need that strength in me. God makes his promises and he never breaks them. And he's, uh, you know, and, and, and I know we question them. I had a circumstance. Uh, I had gotten um, a little job that I really loved and then to, I got laid off and it wasn't my fault. It was just, it happened. So here I am going, oh no, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And uh, that was Thursday and then Monday I had a brand new job <laughs> working at home. He, he had allowed circumstances to work, not to me. They didn't happen to me. It happened for me, and that's a whole other mindset. Things don't happen to us. They happen for us, and he let that happen for me to bring me home. I thought I was coming home, but he wanted me to come home sooner than I thought. So this week we were facing another little thing, and I said, you know what, Lord, this circumstance that's going on right now, you have always taken care of me with this, but now, if you choose to remove it, you just have to take care of me without it. And he will. And all of a sudden, I had a perfect peace. Because I reached up and grabbed the hem of that robe that had my security. He has overcome the demon of insecurity. It's on that train. It's on his robe. He has, he has defeated that enemy. And I could hold on to that. Because that's one of the things that's in the train of his robe. Now, I want to tell you something else that I, I kind of looked at as I was pondering this. We see in Scripture where David is hiding. I'm taking you through the Bible, just a bunch of people in robes. David's in the cave. Saul comes in, lays down to sleep. David's men want him to kill him. He says, no, I'm not going to do that. He reaches over there. What does he do? What does he do? 
He cuts the hem of his robe. What did I tell you when we started this? That cutting the hem of a robe meant. See, I always wondered, why did your heart convict you so much of cutting the hem of somebody's garment? Because what he had done signified, I have defeated you. But you know what? It was never in God's design, uh, design that Saul fall to David's hand. Never. He brought up heathens and Saul fell to their hand. And I, I, I have to believe he knew that tradition. And he recognized that I have overstepped my bounds. I have. Even though we look at it and say, well, he didn't kill him in great and glorious. And he didn't. But he made a statement that I have defeated you. And that time hadn't come yet. So he kind of got out of the timing of God a little bit there by cutting the hem of that robe. And I thought that was kind of, kind of interesting. I thought about that. Wow, Lord. That brings a whole new dimension to that. Um, there's so many more things that God does with that robe. It, it represents his majesty and his power and his lordship. And there's times when I may not want to be covered with that robe because I don't really necessarily want to bow to his lordship. But I have to do that because that's all engrossed in there. So I just wanted to uh, to say to you something that um, David had written. He wrote, um, he said, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with his garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom. Remember Boaz. As a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and his bride adorneth herself with jewels. It's all about relationship. Every time I see that scripture, I see the Lord high and lifted up. And his train filling the temple. Lord, fill me with your temple. Fill me with your train. Let me understand the weight of what your majesty really is. Let me understand the, the weight of you having your sovereign will in my life really, really means. Let me be able to join with them seraphims and the, and the angels singing holy, holy, holy and really understand what that means and what he did for us because he took off that robe to come here. To come to earth. He gave up his deity to come here, to dwell among us, to live among us, to die, and to raise again. So this is a side note I can't prove, but I was, can you imagine what the recoronation of Jesus looked like after he had sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat and God bestowed back on him that robe and he sits at the right hand of the Father. You know, we, we back in the days, we saw uh, Elizabeth be crowned, and that's many years ago, and she had this 18-foot train, but I just don't think that compared at all to when it was all finished 
and Jesus was able to sit down because his enemies, except for death, were under his feet, and he is still Lord over death. Just death has not finished, you know, he hasn't stopped that work yet. And basically, you know, it's, it's just those things I wanted to share with you tonight. Catch a glimpse of what was really meant. All of that is in that robe. If you have a doubt, he has defeated that. If you have an illness, he's defeated that. You have anxiety, he's defeated that. It's all there. You have a need, that's defeated. Your children are not serving the Lord. Yeah, that devil's got to let them go because he has already defeated that. He has all of that. So, um, you know, basically that was just what I wanted to share with you tonight was the glory of God's robe and its meanings all the way through history. So. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, my mind is always already running to all these other things, you know, that I never thought about, you know, with, with that. That is such an interesting picture of, of David cutting off the robe. And, and now I'm, I'm like in five different directions. That, I love that. I'm sure everybody knew it, you know, especially those that were in the military or any of that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it, it even makes me think about Jesus's earthly garments and how nice that was and all of that. But that's an interesting picture. You know, I also found it interesting that uh, as I was sitting over there listening to what you were saying and, and just pondering on all these things that are going through that that you wore that coat tonight. And, and I just really felt the Lord was saying that this was a night that you were supposed to minister this because you are going through some things. And then as you speak this and as you're wearing that coat with the, with the tassels on the bottom, it is it is showing you that he has clothed you and he is taking care of this situation just like he always has. And but it's a lot different to stand in front of everybody else and have to preach something while you're going through it. And that's why you had to do this tonight is to remind yourself to bring it right back to the forefront that God is taking care of this. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, that is a, an awesome teaching right there. Y'all go dig into that some more. Amen. And uh, amen. Well, listen, I want to do something else right now. Uh, I have a video up there, Micah. If you look into the uh, uh, today's teaching videos, the very one on the far right, I think it's white. You see it in there? I think it's today's teaching videos on the bottom. No, 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 it's a white picture. No. It says app on it. Check through your videos. You'll see one down there that's that's white. I think it should be a white picture. Uh, but wanna, I want to show a, a video to you here in just a second. And uh, get your smartphone out. If you have a smartphone, get your smartphone out. Hey, Eric, happy birthday too, buddy. So it was your birthday today, man. So, yeah. You see it in there? Okay, hold on. Get your smartphone out. Go to your app store or your Google Play store because I have a surprise for you. 
we have been working behind the scenes. Once you get it out, say amen. Okay, go to your search box and search for new space life space Marksville. If you're on Android, you have to type the whole thing. We found out it doesn't seem to like it if you don't type it all. New life Marksville and hit search. You'll see this little blue box come up with new life across it. Go ahead and download it. That is our app. So what we have been doing behind the scenes is we were very fragmented on a lot of things like our website, our, our um, Realm app and all these different things. And it was very hard to message. It was very hard to uh, advertise. It, our live stream was difficult for the guys. And, and so we consolidated it into one place. And that comes with an app. So once you get in there, if you click on the left button up top, just create yourself a little account. Right, type your email and password. But here's what's cool about this is you can watch all the, the services and all that. But while you're doing that, we're going to play a small video. It's about 30 seconds long. And uh, watch and check this out. Oh, yeah, uh, that's true. I forgot you got to switch it up, so I didn't save that in there. Part of the technical things they have to take care of. And it does have volume, and it might be loud. Inside the app, you will see the next sermon, that's the next service that's coming up. You can click on it and watch it. You can also go in there and fill out a connect card for somebody who's new. You can go to our prayer wall. The prayer wall is really cool. If you go to prayer wall, you'll see somebody has already put one on there. I put it on our, our website already, and somebody found it. And, and if you look under what they posted, you just hit amen. And, you're, and that says you've prayed for them. You can post your own prayer request, and it asks you for your email address when you do that. And guess what happens? It emails you every time somebody clicks amen, tells you people are praying for you. If you click on the watch button up there and enter your email address, every time somebody posts a prayer, it's going to email you to tell you that somebody needs prayer. So unlike Facebook, which everybody doesn't have Facebook, and unlike some of the other uh, avenues, they're difficult to get it on there, this is very simple. And we can go through, and it's also we can manage it, and we can erase people if they do anything and edit it. But you've got the prayer request. Oh, where'd that screen go? Did you clear it out? Okay. Yeah, well, never mind. Don't worry about it. Yeah, because I forgot we have to do this. Uh, you also have the past sermons. You can go in there and watch any of the past sermons. And what's really nice about that is anytime you click on something, you can stream it to any device you want. It's all in there. And you can even hit a button, and it pops up, and you can go back to playing games if you want to while you're watching it. And if you're in a low area where you didn't have really good uh, uh, cell phone signal, you can hit another button and say, I just want to listen to the audio. 
and you can take notes while you're watching. You've got your, your uh, Bible app on the bottom. You can do that. You've got your giving. It. There's so much we're adding into it even now. We're figuring out what makes it useful. The other thing that's really cool, and that's why we need everybody to get it, is, is I've got it set up right now. 30 minutes before service, guess what it does? It sends out a little message. Your phone will go off. Service will start in 30 minutes. Click here if you want to watch it. It automatically notifies people. And I can send messages. So once we get it all up and running, then I'll create these little groups and say, hey, guys, if you go into your notifications in the app, turn on your men and turn off the women. And so when we send a message out to all the men, it says, hey, we're going to have a men's fellowship next week. Come over. You'll send a message out to your phone, and you'll get it like a text message. But you won't get the women's. And so there's, there's a lot. But now the one thing in there you do see is the giving. This company charges us a lot less than our other online giving company. So we are going to transition to this new company, okay? So if you have reoccurring set up on your, uh, on your Realm account, please go in and turn off your online uh, reoccurring and set it back up here, okay? And that's going to take us a little bit of time, I know, you know, to, to get there. But it's le it costs us less money, and it also lets us do more things. And, and with, with all this integrated in, our live stream company is so much easier. It's less work on us. But here's the other cool part. We have our Apple TV uh, app, our Roku TV app. We're now on Spotify. We're on TuneIn. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You name it, it's probably on there. And it's all part of this one package that we have. And there's so much more we can do. So it's going to help us connect because you may not have good Internet at home, but it doesn't take much Internet to open up an app on your phone. And that's another plus for it. Amen. Um, so, yeah, get in there and uh, sign up for it. Now, you know, once you set up your giving and all that, you'll also notice one other thing in the giving that, that's kind of interesting. Uh, we're waiting on a feature update, though. Okay, so this one's kind of funny. When you go in, remember how before you had to scroll through like 30 things and it was kind of a pain? This one lets me do groups. So tithes and offerings it up front and you hit ministries. You click on ministries and all of the ministries are there. You could click on that. You hit missions. You got things there. You got special. You can go there. But here's the tough part. Like if you, right now, if you have your reoccurring setup where you give tithes, you give to missions, and then you give here, just do tithes for now. Okay, we're going to continue to support missions and do that. But what it does is it charges us twice until they finish the feature update. Okay, so just do the one. Now, when we do a special guest, that's, that's okay, you know. But uh, it's just one, a feature update that they're, they're working on right now. But, yeah, this thing is so much easier if you already notice. And, and here's the other cool thing. We updated ourselves. I went in there today and made some changes, and it automatically updates the app. We don't have to wait for anybody to do it, and it doesn't cost us anything to change stuff. If you go to our website, it's completely new, completely new. And I change something, it goes to the website and the app. I don't have to do things in five places anymore. And uh, you've got the New Life calendar on there. And what's really cool about the calendar is you see the calendar instantly. If I post something on there, you pull down the update, it is literally there that quick. And you can hit a button and add it to your phone's calendar. It'll automatically put it in your phone calendar. So you know, man, we need, we're going on vacation. Oh, no, we can't do that. Pastor's got this awesome speaker coming in. So you can plan your vacations better. That's why I put that up there. I thought it was funny. Uh, so there, listen, there is so much more in there in that app. I'm not going to go over all that with you tonight. But uh, start playing with it because it is a lot in there. And, and our media guys, actually, with this new system, it takes them less work. Because our old system, they had to log into our live stream company and click on buttons to get it to go to Facebook, click on buttons to go to YouTube. They don't do any of that anymore. 
It automatically goes, everything, so it's, it's uh, taking them less work. But the other benefit about it, before I, before I finish, is that it's so simple, now I can have other people log in and help. Because building the graphics and all that is so simple in this system. The other one was so difficult that I generally had to call and remember how to do it <laughs> when I would do it. And so that's why I didn't even use it. Uh, and so there, there, there's, there's a lot more in this thing as we, as we continue to use it. But, yeah, get your app. And if you tell anybody, you know, hey, get the app, man. You know, if they don't go to church, go get the app. And you can go into the app and hit share and message the link to somebody. It's a, you can literally share the app link to somebody and say, hey, go, get, go download this. Go download this. So, amen. Well, awesome. Sister, thank you for sharing that with us tonight. It was, it was great. I'm going to chew on that for a while. Don't forget Saturday at 6 o'clock. Be here a little early. And Sunday we're going to have an awesome time as well. And be in prayer for Bentley because, man, we're, we're just, we've been praying for fire up there. And um, I got a text from somebody today about Bentley. So, uh, you know. Where God's doing some things up there. We may not be seeing a lot of numbers, but there's people are being touched. Amen. So let's pray tonight before we leave and we can play with the app and I can help anybody that has questions or anything like that. So, Father, we we do thank you for your word tonight, Lord, that, that the word that, that Sister Sue brought us is, is still challenging me as I'm thinking about all the different things of the robe and, and, and how it who what it represents, Father. I'm just so blessed by this word, and I'm so blessed by your presence, Father, that you've ministered to us tonight, and we've been able to minister to you through our worship and our praise. Lord, I pray that you would continue to watch over us, but Lord, bring people in Saturday that need Jesus. Bring ladies that are hurting and, and addicted, and whatever the problem is, bring them here. Draw them to this place that they may be set free by the power of your word and by your spirit. God, just thank you for what you're doing in this region right now. Thank you for what you're doing. And I ask this all in Jesus' mighty name. Well, if you agree, say amen with me tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you all for online. We love you.